Welcome, Black Hollywood Live fans. On today's Fit Club, we are joined by Beachbody mega trainer Autumn Calabrese, and we're going to find out about some country heat. Stay tuned for more. You're tuned into Black Hollywood Live Fit Club. All right, you guys, welcome back to Fit Club. I'm your host, Fallon Mercedes. You guys can find me online at fitwithfallon.com or at fitwithfallon on social media. Here with my lovely co-host. And uh, my name is Shaka Smith. You can find me on Twitter, Instagram, and Snapchat at Shaka Strong. And we have the very special Miss Autumn Calabrese. How are you? Hello, I'm good. How are you? We are so excited to have you here. You know, Thank our fans you. have been writing us in. When are you going to have her on? So... <laughs> She is here just for you guys. And where can they find you? They can find me on Instagram at autumncalibries.com. Same thing with Facebook and Twitter. Awesome. Nice. All right, so today we're going to talk about all that country heat. So it is going to get hot in here. We're going (laughs) to talk 21-day fix. We're going to talk fixate. We're going to talk everything. I tried to dress the part. You know, I missed the memo. I apologize. You guys look amazing. Um, But we're also going to get into other, you know, hot fitness topics as we do each week. And Miss Autumn is also going to chime in. So I would love to... To hear from you. So the first topic that we have today is when is it too soon to work out after giving birth? Now, Alec Baldwin's wife, is it his wife? Yeah, Hilaria Baldwin. Yeah, Yeah. Hilaria Baldwin, who is a yoga instructor, posted recently, just nine days after giving birth, that she was ready to go for her first run. She ran for 23 minutes and really caught some wind for what she did because it was so soon after birth. Shaka, I know you're an expert on this, right? (laughs) Right. Well, yeah, this was such a good uh, learning for me because I I figure you have a baby, you can go work out. Why not, right? It's gone. You're lighter. <laughs> so why is she, like, getting so much flack for trying to get that, you know, everybody talks about you got to get that bounce back body. You got to yeah. bounce back from having a baby. So why is she under fire? So so apparently you're supposed to wait, like, six to eight weeks mm-hmm. at least. Yeah. Um, so the ligaments, they, they kind of loosen up so mm-hmm. that you can have this baby. Mm-hmm. And so as a result, you might open yourself up to injury if you work out too hard um, before the timing's right. Mm-hmm. And so I think people were upset that she might be kind of forcing women to feel as if they need to do so. Mm-hmm. But I thought her post was pretty responsible about telling them this was her journey, she consulted with her doctor, and that she wanted to just motivate people that were afraid of working out too early. Mm-hmm. And so I want to know what your thoughts were on that. You, yeah. yeah. You have some expertise yeah, in this too, right? Mom, I do. Yeah. I'm a mom and I have a specialty in pre and postnatal fitness. And it, it is a little bit of a to each its own. Yeah. And the most important thing is to get cleared by your doctor. Mm-hmm. She is a yoga instructor. In fact, her and Alec used to work out at my gym all the time. So I can tell oh, you cool. from oh. watching her, she's in phenomenal shape. <laughs> yeah. And that plays a huge part yeah. into how quickly your body will bounce back. And for somebody who is in really good shape, it feels good to get back to exercising sooner than later. You do have the hormone relaxant in your body, which is what relaxes all those ligaments and things like that. So you do need to be careful about what you're doing. But given her background and the fact that she was cleared by her doctor, I think she was probably okay. And there's both sides of the coins of, well, don't pressure women to get back. But then there's the other side of the coin of, like, let's not shame somebody who wants to feel healthy, and that's part of what makes yeah. them feel healthy. Yeah. Now, this isn't really my expertise. Um, I am a personal trainer, but I have not—I haven't done any, you know, postpartum, postnatal, prenatal, all that, any of that. But um, I imagine when you work out, um, you are, you know, building up your muscles. I'm sure, you know, Hilaria. Hilaria. I think I'm pronouncing that right. Yeah. She was obviously a yogi. She was probably working out all the time, so she was probably, you know, really 
strong. So I imagine, you know, your muscles are flexible. Wouldn't her muscles tighten up after the birth or? I mean, it's still, it's not the muscles, it's the ligaments that hold your joints together that are looser because that's what happens so that your hips can spread so that you can push the baby out of the birth canal. But all those Kegels, don't they like help it stay up there? (laughs) Yes, but here's the thing. It doesn't just affect your hips. It affects every joint in your body. So everything from your elbows and your shoulders to, to, you know, your hips and Uh your knees. So that's the only reason that they say be careful. But again... And again, it's also going to depend on if you breastfeed or not. Oh, really? if you breastfeed, the hormones are going to stay in your body longer. Mm-hmm. So you're producing milk and that sort of thing. But it's still one of those things where if if you have knowledge in the area, which she clearly does, she mm-hmm. was cleared by her doctor, yeah. and you don't overdo it, yeah. then like I said, I, think, I don't think she did anything wrong. It's yeah. about being healthy for her. She did 23 minutes. You know, yeah. like, you do as much as you can. I had my son via cesarean section. Yeah. He wouldn't come out. He was stubborn. And um, I was walking, like going on walks with him after two weeks, and I was back to full working out after four, but doing it at my pace. I wasn't doing it at the level I was doing before I was pregnant, but I was back to doing some stuff. And and so, you know, the sooner you do get back to working out, the faster you lose that baby weight, and that is good for your health and your self-esteem and to have a little All mommy time stuff, yeah. when you have no mommy time after that baby's born. <laughs> yeah. It feels good. So. <laughs> you are schooling me. And I think it's important that um, you and Hilaria were both active um, before getting Very pregnant theory. because I did a lot of research in this because I had, oddly, when I got into the fitness industry, a lot of pregnant moms were asking me for advice. I don't know why that happened <laughs> or how that happened. And I found that once you're fit before the pregnancy, mm-hmm. and you're, it allows you to be fit throughout the pregnancy yes. and work out. Yeah. And it can impact your baby for years to come. Oh, you're, yeah. Their, their mm-hmm. risk of diabetes goes down. The diabetes they might develop when they're 30, 40, 50 goes down based on how fit yeah. you are during the pregnancy. And studies Everything. show, too, that um, I, I read somewhere that you are less likely to have a colicky baby because they're used to the mommy, like, moving around and hearing the noise. and Yeah, all of that. Their APGAR scores, which is the test that they do on the baby after, right immediately after they're born, so the coloring of their skin and how they're breathing and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, those scores are higher. Those babies born to moms who exercise throughout pregnancy they tend to sleep better through the night Mm -hmm. I can tell you I've worked with enough moms that did and didn't and there's a difference they eat better they're less colicky Mm -hmm. I read somewhere and I don't don't quote me on this but I read somewhere that we have all the fat cells we're going to have in our body by the time we're one wow and a large now again I don't know if that's 100% accurate but if it is a large part of it is impacted by what your mom is doing Mm -hmm. while you're in the womb Mm -hmm. so you could be setting your child up for whether or not they're predisposed to diabetes obesity other issues so um, wow it's so crazy wow it starts before like really and I also heard that um, that you know these these uh, nu- nutrition labels are not dictating or not showing what they're really putting in children's milk and that they're actually adding sugar earlier in the milk wow. that way they can be addicted to it as they get older. Yep, there's a lot that I've seen in the formulas and that sort of thing where you really got to look at it. Scary. And, um, Obviously, just everything that goes in. You have to be your own, like, FDA, you know? Yeah, literally. (laughs) And speaking of tons of sugar, um, we know that there's a lot of sugar in breakfast. I mean, pancakes, muffins, all that stuff. But did you know that you could be secretly eating a lot of sugar in your lunch? 
So there's different ways that it can be hidden, um, and we have those ways for you. So bread is one of them. A lot of people say that, you know, you should be eating wheat bread instead of whole bread, but just two slices of wheat bread can equal to eight grams or more of sugar. And there's nothing in the bread. No, they haven't even made the sandwich. The interesting thing about that is Mm -hmm. I'm actually right in the middle of a a year-long nutrition course, and I just saw that some of the wheat breads Mm -hmm. actually have more sugar than the white bread. Yep. Wow. So you, we already know that the yeah. white bread yeah. is, like, the worst. Yeah. Yeah. And all of a sudden, here you are, like, you think you're doing something better, mm-hmm. but then you've got all of a sudden, like, honey whole wheat bread. Yeah. Well, uh, how much did they put in there? Yep. Yeah. Now you're loaded exactly. with sugar. Yeah, my father, who has diabetes, I have to constantly remind him of this. And the last time I went home, he was grabbing for the honey oat, and he's like, it tastes so good, and it's still healthy, and I'm like, no, 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 I'm yeah. sorry. And that was, my, that was my jam, that honey wheat <laughs> yes, bread growing up. I good. love that. Yeah. yeah. It, it is, really but. is good. But not only just the wheat, but everything that goes into it, even the deli meats, yeah. um, especially if they're cold cuts, there's different um, added sweeteners, at least three grams or more. And so who puts on just one slice of thin of, hand? Yeah. No, no nobody. Does that. Yeah. Exactly. So you go from eight grams for the bread, then let's say six grams for just the meat that's in it. Okay, so we're adding things up. Then the condiments. Yep. So one tablespoon of, you know, barbecue sauce is 9 grams, ketchup, mustard, teriyaki, all of those those things can go up to 10 grams of sugar. So mm-hmm. where are we at? Almost 30. Okay. Yeah, almost. 30 grams of sugar. If it's 8 grams per slice of bread? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. almost 30. Okay, so we are up there. Um, and then even salad dressings. Oh, I... Yeah the worst. I grab a salad every day for lunch and sometimes you know, I'll ask for the salad dressing on the side because they will just drench your your salad and it just, again, it adds up all that sugar. Getting all that added sugar from salad, Mm -hmm. you're probably not having exactly what you want and you're still getting the bad stuff. It's the worst. Yeah, the salad dressing. Yeah, Italian dressing, three grams um, per teaspoon and you know you're not just putting one teaspoon of Italian dressing on your salad. Um, If you're having a soda or juice that's oh, it could be up to it. 37 grams and it's, you're done I yeah. saw <laughs> a really interesting post where somebody was comparing the sugars in like sodas and things like that because you don't really stop to think about mm-hmm. like 37 grams of sugar how many teaspoons is yeah. that kind yeah. of thing and so they had they put it in a baggie oh, and I it was that. like it was just like it, massive. it was massive, and it was for one soda. And you're like, would you ever make like a cup of coffee and take like that many te- twenty teaspoons later? You're like, no, it's you just, would never. We just don't know, and you, like we're starting to learn, but it's still it's still hard to get the information yeah. out there. I think we're lucky. We're in California, obviously. Yeah. I think we're definitely progressive and ahead of most. Mm-hmm. But yeah, like. I was watching documentaries, and they were talking about, like, these poor kids that were so uh-huh. overweight with diabetes, and here's the parents struggling, struggling to do better for the kids, and you're watching them, and they're like, so, we give them cereal, but it's this cereal, and you're like, no, That's not helping. I saw that yeah. documentary, what was it I called? It was, was it Katie Couric? It was Katie Couric's, yes. um, but I forget the name of it, but it was really, really good, so I saw good, it. So good, but I was, like, sitting there, like, crying, <laughs> because these poor parents were trying so hard. And they just weren't educated on what was in the food. And and it's crazy because we have the dietary guideline for Americans say 50 grams of sugar per day. And American Heart Association says 37 for men and 25, 25 for, for women. women. Yeah. So already like half that lunch that we were you're talking done. about. Yeah, There's a sandwich, done. so you think you're doing good, you know? Yeah. 
Forget the cookie. Yeah. yeah, you didn't even get anywhere near that. Exactly. Yeah. Lord only knows what. And you it probably had it probably wasn't even the six inch. It was probably like uh, that. That was probably just the six yeah. inch. Yeah, not, not the, the big one. Yeah. Exactly. And that's the thing with fast food, as yeah. you know, is you just don't know what you're getting in fast food these days. Never. And so, and frozen meals, they say, are also can be troublesome because there's so much stuff they put in frozen meals, and added sugars are just hidden. Sugars and salts and processed, and yeah. I'm all for you guys. know, I have I have a cookbook and a cooking show because because here's the thing. We don't want to lose taste. Yeah. Like, that's the worst. That's why everybody's always like, but I want this because that, that healthy stuff doesn't taste good. And it really doesn't have to. Um, I work with my brother who's a chef, and, and I have tasked him with some of, like, I've literally given him things to make and been like, there's no way he's making this healthy. <laughs> yeah. And he has come back with mind-blowing stuff. Yeah. And I don't say that because he's my brother, and I don't say it because it goes on my show because it wouldn't go on my show if it didn't taste good. Yeah. yeah. And so you really can do it. It's just a matter of learning, doing a little bit more research, maybe looking for those healthier options. And it doesn't have to take forever to cook it either. Mm-hmm. Like, okay. I'm a single mom on the go. I need mm-hmm. something that's fast. Quick, like, I'm yeah. not yeah. looking to spend two hours in the kitchen. Exactly, yeah. yeah. And so we gotta we got to give the viewers a little taste of that, okay. right? So yeah. uh, we have a little uh, clip from Fixate. When you bring a super trainer, you can do anything you put your mind to. Together with an international chef. I love this dessert. You've got a recipe for results. Oh, that is delicious. Fixate is all about making delicious foods. Oh, yeah. Creating perfect portions. Perfect portions equates to healthy weight loss. And bringing you a brand new style of cooking show that's all about achieving healthy weight loss. This is Fixate. Wow, that's awesome. And you're in incredible shape. Yeah. <laughs> it's like that good food and that incredible shape. That's awesome. Thank it, you. How does it feel just watching that um, with all your success with Beachbody? When you see all your programs and you watch them back, what is the feeling that you get? <sighs> it's just, it's fun, obviously. Mm-hmm. I'm getting to live out something that I've always wanted to do, so I'm literally living out my dream. But, um, it's, it's so rewarding because mm-hmm. it's not really about my success as much as what my success stands for. And it's the amount of people that it's helped and, mm-hmm. and the success stories that come in and that I hear. And, yeah. and, and everything from people who have beat eating disorders from using the color-coded containers and not being afraid of food anymore to just, you know, somebody who's taken their life back who was 450 pounds and made a promise to their mother on their mother's deathbed that they mm-hmm. would get healthy and didn't know how they were going to do it. And seeing kids doing it with their parents and and all, so it's just it's it's very rewarding to watch that and to know that all of that hard work and all of those blood, sweat, and tears that it represents something much bigger than just my success, but a, a millions of other people's success too. Yeah, and there's something that uh, I saw there: portion control. That's always my problem. <laughs> you know, uh, or, tell me a little bit about the color coded containers. Yeah, so each container represents a different food group. So, yeah. like your green is your vegetables, your purples your fruit, reds protein, yellows carbohydrates, and it's just balanced macros because not only do we need to eat in the right portion sizes, so not having these ginormous meals. People don't always realize that they're not balancing out their macronutrients, so their their fats, their carbohydrates, and their proteins, basically. So they think they're eating really healthy, but they might be eating a bunch of carbs and no protein. Or they're eating a lot of fruit, but no vegetables. Mm -hmm. So it's just about getting the the balance between all of those things right and... um, and not being not starving because that mm-hmm. doesn't last. Like if you 
put yourself on a starvation diet, what are you going to do afterwards? Yeah. You're going to go binge. That's not yeah. that's not yeah. fun. So it's really just like a healthy way of eating. It's yeah. easy. I like the colors. It keeps yeah. it simple. It's rainbows. You know, we can do that. It looks like building blocks. Sometimes when I'm training clients and they come to me like, oh, I'm, you know, starting this, you know, new, like type of uh, protein shake or sometimes I get a little nervous I always ask them okay bring it to me let me read the ingredients let me I like to be engaged because I am very protective I don't want them to like you said starve them starve themselves do a, like a really restricted low calorie diet and you know it caused them to be malnourished but I had one client who came to me who was doing your 21 day fix and I can honestly say this was the first program where it felt right. I was like, yes, this is awesome because portion control is so important. Mm -hmm. So I feel like this is the first program that I've seen on TV that really allows you to eat, that teaches, you know, clients, you know, moderation. You can eat certain things, but it's all about size and moderation, portion control. So I really agree and like back this 100%. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you. I think it's really important. And and like you said, not being deprived. So like you Mm -hmm. still can have wine. You can still have yeah. chocolate because mm-hmm. I'm not giving up wine and chocolate. Yeah, right? I saw that. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, getting a cocktail in every once in a while, totally acceptable if you're balancing everything else mm-hmm. out. So yeah, yeah. That's awesome. And so, and then from there to Country Heat now. Yeah, Country Heat's the newest program. Just yeah. came out. Yeah, how That came out what? About? Came out in August. August. So just, yeah, just about a month now. And how, how's the feedback been for that? It's been so great. And it was really interesting because, okay, so I love country music. Like, mm-hmm. love Diary. I was just going to ask like, you because I know your background. You're a dancer, but you're from Ohio. So I was like, where does the country <laughs> come in? So I'm not, like, I'm a Midwest girl, Ohio okay. and St. Louis. But it's funny because. Most people who know me, like mm-hmm. if you put on my if you put on my workout music, I, I'm like old school Nelly and like yeah. Tupac and yeah, like yeah. like I've got like hardcore rip, like like Eminem's on there, yeah, right? Yeah. And then all of a sudden they're like country, and I was yeah. like, yeah, actually that's my jam too. So and you people don't really stop to think right now that like oh I can dance to that like yeah. the connotation is sort of negative, and they think yeah. like oh it's gonna be like honky tonk yeah, cheesy, yeah. and mm-hmm. I don't want any part of that. So my biggest thing that I wanted to do was show people that country music is really fun now and that it's not cheesy at all and that you can have just as much fun dancing to that and doing cool dance moves not cheesy hoedown type moves and um (laughs) and I think at first like before I really started talking about it everybody was like a little bit like "Mm, I don't know and now people are getting into it and they love it and they're hearing the songs and like it looks fun it just looks like a lot of fun it's super fun like it really (laughs) is like that was the that was the biggest goal was to just make fitness fun for Mm -hmm. all those people who are just like I hate cardio I don't want to go be on the stair climber for 30 Mm -hmm. minutes and so I wanted to reach that group, the people who already work out and are just like, I just want something fun because I'm bored of my routine. Yeah. But I also wanted to reach all the people out there that are like, I don't want to lift weights. Yeah. yeah. I don't want to lift weights. That's not me. Yeah. Or I'm not fit enough to do that. What can I do? Yeah. And I'm like, we all can dance. Like, that's what our bodies, <laughs> you know, you see a two-year-old run around, dance. they put on music and they'll dance. Yeah. yeah. Like, our bodies are made to do yeah. it. So. I think Zumba um, might have a run for their money. Watch out. <laughs> that's, that's the goal. Look <laughs> So how do you come up with your programs? Like, how did you get introduced to Beachbody? Like, did you, like, approach them or did they find you? Do you say, hey, this is the program I want you, uh, 
uh, like me to do, but I need your stamp on it? Or do they collaborate with you and say, hey, we're thinking of this? Yeah. yeah. So um, they found me. I had actually created a portion control system several years ago. It, it was not quite what you see now, but it was called Change My Plate, and it was portion control. And I had launched it on um, the Hallmark Channel on Home and Family, and it had been out for a couple months. I had a client who's in the entertainment business. They showed it to a friend who's in the entertainment business. That friend knew somebody at Beachbody and was like, can I pass this on? So they passed it on. Beachbody liked it. They called me in. The long and short was that after a couple months of talking and negotiations and all that, um, here we are. Nice. Um, four programs later, a cooking <laughs> show and a clothing line. And, but when it comes to the programs, a lot of times it's collaborative. Mm-hmm. I, well, it's always collaborative, mm-hmm. but... Sometimes I'll bring an idea and be like, what do you think of this? And other times my boss will come to me and be like, I want you to do a program that's, like, sometimes it's really generalized. Like, I want an easy program. This particular one, it was like, how do you feel about a country line dancing program is how it started. Mm -hmm. And I was like, yeah, that could be really cool, but, like, let's brainstorm on this. Mm -hmm. And it was a year in development to get it to where it ended up being. Mm -hmm. But it's it's always a team collaboration. Once we come up with the theme and the idea, mm-hmm. then that's myself and um, Beachbody has a fitness expert, so I'll sit down and I'll write with her. So we'll sit down and we'll be like, okay, what are we going to do? Like, oh, the contestants last week on the yeah, 20s, the, they talked about the Stephanie, expert. She yeah. sat with all of them. Yeah, so mm-hmm. she she works with all of us, one, mm-hmm. to make sure our programs are unique because although I know the other trainers and I love them and I do their programs here and there, I couldn't possibly know every move in every program, and yeah. she does. So, yeah. like, I might think I'm coming up with something new, <laughs> and like, oh, she'll no. be like, no, actually, somebody already did that. And I was like, <laughs> all right, fine. So how about we make it like this? Um, but, awesome. yeah, so we'll we'll just sort of sit in a room on a whiteboard, and we'll write down ideas, and then we go test it in the gym. And, mm-hmm. and with Country Heat, it was myself and her, and we brought in one other gentleman um, who's also a choreographer. And it was, like, I basically like sat there and picked all the songs I wanted first and then it was like okay and then we'd all just be in the dance studio for hours yeah. and it was like yeah like one person would think of a move and the next person would think of a move and then we'd kind of put like some stuff together and we'd be like oh I like that but what if we did this yeah and, that's cool uh, I love the best part of that story is it started with the client like yeah. you know someone you were giving so much to and then they were able to give it yeah. back I hear that from so many successful trainers that it's not about like trying to be successful it's about giving Doing to your clients yeah. Yeah. yeah it really is I get asked that all the time mm-hmm. by people by other trainers and they're like well what do I do how do I get in touch with Beachbody and I'm like I don't know because I didn't really get in touch with Beachbody like they found me and not that I don't know who's in charge but I'm like it's rare if I'm just yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it, it was, was organic awesome. for you. It was yeah, meant it was. To happen. It was very organic, yeah. and it, yeah, it definitely felt like it was meant to be, and that's my home. And I well, love it. well, let's put up a little country here. I know. Let's yeah. show them what they got. <laughs> there was a time when Beachbody was known only for extreme and intense fitness programs, but there's a new workout in town, and it's about to make fitness safe for everyone. So if you want fun and easy fitness, saddle up. For country heat. Yeah! You can feel the change in the change while you're moving your feet. You can feel the change in the country heat. You can feel the change. Country Heat is a country music dance program for 
everybody. If you like music and you like to move your body, you will love Country Heat. It doesn't matter if you can dance. It's not about tricky moves or having to get the steps just right. All you need to do is follow along with us and have fun. This is Country Heat. Wow. Are you thinking uh, now to kind of... Um, like Zumba, put Zumba in the different gyms now. Is are we going to start to see Country Heat in it different is. classes? It's already out. Oh, it so is. It's, it's Country Heat live. We already have I like six or seven hundred certified live instructors across the nation. Oh, amazing! Nice. So yeah, it's definitely out there and growing. And wow, yeah. what I love about it, I love country music, but I do not feel comfortable going to like a country bar and line dancing. <laughs> so that, it's so great that I can do this in the privacy yeah, of my right? own home and enjoy it. Yeah. yeah, it's my favorite though when guys will do it. So like you see, we have guys in the video, and yeah. some of them, some of the guys in the video have actually been in my fitness videos as well. Like one of the gentlemen, um, his nickname is Cupcake. He's the one with the beard, <laughs> and he's a hardcore break dancer like he dances with Gwen Stefani like he's a dancer and I was like cupcake come on bro (laughs) and he's like I got you I'm in it and so I love like obviously it's easier to get a woman to do it than it is to get a man to do it Mm -hmm. but like I even had a um a, a, an injured vet sent me an email the other day and he was just like thank you so much for this program because right now it's the only thing I can do yeah. to, to get fit and he's already lost like 20 pounds and he's nice. doing great and I'm like that's pretty awesome to have an army vet who's injured yeah. who's like obviously like that guy way more badass than I am <laughs> ever gonna be and he's like out there doing country heat yeah. and loving it and getting results from it so yeah. like that's so cool to me that is yeah. awesome now um, just a little bit about your background you were a dancer uh-huh. um and then, did you become a trainer first? I know at some point you were doing, um, like, bodybuilding, um, like, competitions and stuff. So, give me the rundown. Yeah. How did you break into fitness? I was a dancer. Mm-hmm. I majored in dance in college. Mm-hmm. I ended up with a bulging disc in my lower spine mm-hmm. um, my senior year. So, I actually left college early. I didn't get to finish my degree. Mm-hmm. And I moved out to California. And I did start as a personal trainer. So, mm-hmm. that's what I was doing. I was doing in-home fitness for a very long time, working with clients one-on-one. In addition to my in-home fitness, I started working at Equinox, which is one of our gyms here. Mm -hmm. And it was when I was at Equinox that one of my girlfriends was actually a fitness competitor. So I actually do, I, when I compete, it's in the bikini division. Mm -hmm. So it's not in the bodybuilding division. Mm -hmm. It's very different. Mm -hmm. Um, And she was going to, she was getting ready to do another show. And she's like, do it with me, do it with me, do it with me. And I was like, nah, I, won't, I don't want no part of that. Yeah. But then, like, six or seven months later, she was like, do it, do it, do it, do it. And I was like, fine, I'll try it once. Mm-hmm. And um, she didn't even end up doing the second show. She did the first one. She didn't end up doing the second one. But I was like, no, I already started this process, so like, <laughs> yeah. I'm in it. And, um, and so, yeah, I went on to do, what did I do? Four shows. Four oh, shows nice. and in like two years and it yeah. was great and such an awesome experience it's mm-hmm. a lot of time and dedication yeah Saka knows about that it, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah I did a lot of those shows too but what I loved about it was how much I was learning about um, fitness and nutrition because mm-hmm. stuff I took for granted like when I started my first competition uh, a buddy said what are you having to prepare I said well I'm eating sandwiches because I was like I'm eating clean and he, he looked at me like you're having sandwiches I was like yeah I'm not going out to buy stuff I'm eating bread a little cheese a little. he was like you're having dairy and so I, the, that whole progression was great to learn yeah. yeah, and actually, that's where, like, when you see my portion control and stuff, and and I talk about my ba- macros being balanced, that's where I learned it too. Yeah. So it yeah. was in. It wasn't that I didn't know, and I, but I was kind of similar to you, where yeah. it was like, yeah, I'm eating healthy fruits and vegetables, yeah, you have an and idea. like, yeah. you have an idea, but mm-hmm. then all of a sudden you dial it in and you get the macros balanced and the portion control, and all of a sudden mm-hmm. you're like. 
whoa. Yeah, and there's nothing like seeing your body in a shape you didn't even know it could get to. Yeah, right? you're just yeah. like, I didn't know that was possible. <laughs> and, like, you work hard. You definitely work hard. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But in the grand scheme of things, you're like, oh, I expected that to be way, way harder yeah. than it was. Than just, like, yeah. watching what I, I actually need to do one. Yeah. I need to, I'm, I don't know why I need to just, just sacrifice and I gotta stop eating. I just I, once love. you start to do it, you get addicted to it because you look at how good you look yeah. and then you realize it was all a product of just watching what yeah. you eat and knowing what it was you yeah. were watching. Yeah. Yeah. Once you get rid of some of that other, like, the processed stuff and things like that, like, once they're out, yeah. you don't even realize, like, you'll go to put some of it back in and and you feel how mm-hmm. horrible you feel after it. Yeah. Like, I used to drink, yeah. not that orange juice is bad for you, especially not if it's yeah. fresh squeezed, but mm-hmm. I used to drink orange juice every morning with my eggs, and I can tell you, I was like a salt fiend. Yeah. And I had to give it up for competitions. It yeah. was like, nope, orange juice, gone. Yeah. Yeah. Get rid of that sodium. And yeah. after competition, I went to have it. The orange juice, literally, I f- it felt like I was just pouring sugar in my mouth. Yeah. And I had put on salt, like more salt than, and I was just like, <laughs> this is disgusting. Like, oh my God, it was so bad. So yeah. once you get it yeah. out, your body doesn't really want it anymore. Yeah, that's one thing we talked about with <laughs> yeah. the sugar is once you, once you start to reduce your sugar, yeah. you don't even want to have as much anymore. Yeah. You I know. should know better. I, I mean, everybody who's listening, they know, Shaka knows, I was one of the trainers on the TV show Fit to Fat to Fit, oh, cool. where they made us get fat and they get fit <laughs> with our clients. So when I ate all that process, it was just disgusting. Disgusting, and then I cut it out, and I think that I'm slowly introducing it back in, and my like taste buds are going numb. I like, I, <laughs> I remember when I first ate it, how bad it was, but now it's like, oh, I like a donut. It's sweet, but it's not as sweet. I remember seeing that show. Uh-huh. Like, I re- actually, I read about it in uh-huh. like one of the the magazines, and I was just like. I wonder if I would do that. And I was like, nope, no, nope, no, nope, wouldn't even. Yeah. I said the same thing. I would be so yeah. scared that yeah. I wouldn't get, be able to get come back. back. Come yeah. back from it. I honestly. thought about it because so many trainers yeah. do have done it independently. And you yeah. read a story on Yahoo about a trainer that gained. I just don't know if yeah. I could ever do it. Honestly, um, the hardest part was actually putting on the weight. Well, that I would be sh- really hard yeah. too. I my body bounced back pretty quickly but it was the putting the weight on like the producers would bring me in and they'd be like what's going on you're not really eating and I'm like I swear I'm eating I'm eating so much meanwhile she's following your program they're watching the portions she's like I did eat french fries I put them in the yellow (laughs) yeah no that makes sense I um I it was a interesting I'd never do it again ever in my life nobody can no producer can convince me to do that again but I imagine like having a baby it's probably Probably something similar. You eat everything you want, and then like, if you do eat everything you want, that's <laughs> yeah. got to be hard. Yeah. yeah. Actually, what was that process for you? Because especially yeah. for pregnant women, and they have the cravings, and I think a lot of people say, "Oh well, I'm going to forget about being fit now that I'm pregnant." I I had the knowledge, obviously, because I was actually certified pre and postnatal fitness mm-hmm. before I got pregnant with oh. my son. So I had the knowledge already, and we've actually changed a lot of our guidelines. Like it used to, the guidelines used to be twenty five to thirty pounds to gain during pregnancy. Mm-hmm. They've reduced it to twelve to seventeen pounds. <laughs> wow! Because <laughs> girls are because, just going crazy. <laughs> no, well, because unfortunately, so many Americans are already overweight. Yeah, that, that makes you sense. don't need Ooh. to gain that much it's more. Yeah. So I was pretty tiny. I I gained 36 pounds with my mm-hmm. son, but I was good. I worked out till the day he was born. Mm-hmm. I had been in the gym in the morning, went into labor oh, that wow. night. <laughs> but, Hardcore. Yeah, but like yeah. I ate good. I indulged a little bit in my cravings when I had him. I went through like a month of wanting dairy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I, I would eat it, but I would still be 
cautious of my portion size. So if yeah, I was going to yeah. have ice cream, I would put it in a coffee mug uh-huh. to make sure I wouldn't like yeah. eat it out of the towel. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. I, you know, you can slip away with that. Um, and then after I had him, I didn't restrict my food because I was breastfeeding, yeah. but I was same thing, very conscious of mm-hmm. what it was. And all I kept telling myself, no matter what I like, even if I had a really bad craving, I was like, whatever I eat, he eats. So if I don't want my newborn baby way. eating a Snickers bar, yeah. like then I can't eat a Snickers That's bar right now. Yeah. And that, as a new it. mom, will stop you every time. Because <laughs> like you, you know, you're like, oh my god, I have to have the right diapers and I have yeah. to have the right lotion, and then all yeah. of a sudden we're just like mowing down food, not yeah. realizing that that's exactly what they're eating. Yeah. Yeah. So. All right, so there's something that I've been dying to ask you. Um, So I follow you on social media, and one thing that I notice about you that's very different from, you know, all your Woman Crush Wednesday girls that are into fitness is you are very confident about, like, being in your skin. You are one of the first people that I've seen who will literally take a real gym selfie. Like, like you didn't go and get your eyelash (laughs) extensions done. You didn't, like, Photoshop how are you how are you so transparent and so comfortable in your skin when it comes to social media? I mean, you have such a huge following. Do you ever like second guess like, ooh, I don't know about this or like screw this, this is who I am? It's not that I don't second guess it. I do like it's you know, it's one of those things where you you do think about it, but here's the thing. All those girls with their eyelash eyelash extensions and the makeup on and blah blah blah, that's not real like ain't yeah. nobody got time, time for, for that, that. Okay? <laughs> I am not in the, like when I'm at the gym I don't put on a full face before I go work out because yeah. my face would be broken out if I did yeah. like I plan to sweat yeah. I'm not doing my hair it's up in a ponytail because mm-hmm. I'm about to go sweat so like my bigger motivation is to let people know like that it's oh this is beautiful too and it's like when you're in the gym it's okay Mm -hmm. to look one wet like to look real and not put on a thing and I've taken criticism for it like people are like like I've gotten like oh you look sick what's with those dark circles under your eyes and I'm like I don't know I'm tired like I work a lot or they'll be like oh you're super skinny you're too skinny and I'm like if you looked at my parents, like my my dad's five eight, my mom's five two, and neither you know my dad can't be more than a buck fifty. So like I'm like this is me. Like so it's not that it doesn't make me feel bad yeah. at times. I just have to stop and like and go. You know what though? That's okay. Like haters yeah. are gonna hate. Like yeah. I get here. We'll go to TMI for a minute. Mm-hmm. I get questioned about my boobs all the time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, they're fake. I bought them. <laughs> I don't. I, I love it. Like, I love the transparency. I, I, again, I'm yeah. this tiny, and boobs are made of fat. So yeah. I had none. <laughs> I had none. Exactly. I didn't get them because I felt insecure about it. I was just like, how cool would it be to actually exactly. wear like a cute top and exactly. fill it out? And 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 I want people to know that yeah. that like, yeah. you know. When like what if if somebody questions me, I'm like, oh, you're fake because you have fake boobs, and I'm like, I also dye my grays, I wear makeup, <laughs> yeah. um, I had braces, yeah. and like you know, I'm like, I wear nail polish, so that's all fake too. Like, there's a certain line mm-hmm. between it, and so you know, there's days, there's good days and bad days, and I try. I was taking a selfie today, trying to get like a good photo of my abs, but last week was my birthday, and I ate a lot of cake. Oh, happy birthday! <laughs> Thank you. And I was like, mm, nope. 
That ain't the angle. No. And I was like, you know, I'm just going to hold off on this photo for a minute. I'll take that in a few more days. But I think that's why you resonate so well with everyone is that uh, that level of authenticity, especially with Beachbody, because I talked to one of the guys that kind of produced some of the early Beachbody stuff, and he was saying what they did was getting the feedback from the customers and putting that, like, kind of front and center was what really made the big difference Mm -hmm. for them. And so I think that's why everyone connects with you so well. Thank you. I think it's important. In my workouts, you know, like, they'll laugh and be like, you don't sweat in your workouts. And I was like, y'all, I'm not doing the workout. <laughs> like, in the video, do you notice I walk around a lot? Because I have to be able to talk and cue yeah, and motivate. Yeah, yeah. But, like, when I'm in the gym, I don't I, look like yeah, that. Exactly. Like, I can't breathe. Yeah. I'm, like, bent over. Yeah. But that's how it should be. Thank uh, you for doing that. Yeah. I feel like you are somebody who I you know, follow, and I, I don't feel bad. I'm like, you know what? Today I can post a photo of me really in the gym. Like, yeah. people are like, you need to post more. And sometimes I'm like, well, when I'm sweating, I'm not cute. But <laughs> I feel like, you know what? It's real. It's, it's real. Not, it is. It is. Yeah. I love that. I love seeing those real ones. Yeah. And I'll have moments, too. Like, I have a million different fitness followers I follow, and, you know, you're scrolling through the feed, and, like, every time they post a photo, they look like they're in competition shape. And yeah. I'm like... There's just no way. Like, who stays in competition shape all year long? That is hard to do. And then I'm like, okay, wait a minute. They're all, like, they look gorgeous. They're in the outfit. They're posed. They're flexed. And I'm like, okay, they probably had a photo shoot in 15 different outfits and 15 different poses in each outfit. And and they release one every couple of weeks. Exactly. (laughs) But it's good to point that out because to most people, they don't even realize that. And so they just see, like I just said, like that same person who always looks like they're in competition shape. And then they're like, I don't always look like that. Yeah. All right. So who do you follow? Who is your woman crush Wednesday or who inspires you on social media? Oh my goodness. I follow, you know what? I, I follow just like the real people out there. Yeah. It's not that I don't follow, you know, like yeah. I yeah. actually, Shaka, I started following you. I'm not even sure. I think at one point you just popped up somebody else I followed and I was like, look at that guy. He's in great shape. That's <laughs> yeah. And then we met at an event and yeah. I was like, I know you. Yeah. Oh, um, but, but, um, I honestly probably couldn't even tell you their names. You know, just their... their I just know their photos. Their their, yeah, and like, and a lot of them are Beachbody people yeah. who, who are doing the programs where I can watch their transformation. Oh, I love that. Things like that. Um, that's what I like to see. It's not that I don't have celebrities that I follow and mm-hmm. everything, but I know, look, I know I'm blessed enough. Like, I make mm-hmm. a good paycheck. I have my nanny who helps me. Mm-hmm. So, like, I already know if that's what I have, like... I know what all the other celebrities who make a lot more than I have. And good for them. Like, being in shape still requires being in shape. But I'm more inspired by the mom who has three kids, whose husband is off at work every day, and she's just trying to keep her sanity. Like, And, by the way, she's in phenomenal shape. I'm like, yeah, Yeah. you go, girl. Like, that's who I want to follow. Because when I'm bitching about not wanting to do it, I'm like, okay, wait a minute. (laughs) You got up, you did it, I'll do it too. (laughs) So so in that same vein, like, not social media, but... When you have that day that you're not motivated at all, because we all have those days, like, I don't want to do anything, what do you do, or how do you get yourself out of that funk? There are some days when it happens where I'm just like, it'll be my rest day. And I <laughs> let myself have that mental rest day. Those That is few and far between. On those days, look, it is part of my job, so I do know that, like, even when I don't want to do it, that would basically be like saying, I don't want to go to work today, mm-hmm. and, you yeah. know, we all don't want to go to work, but you got to get up and do it. Mm-hmm. But... There's a bunch of different things I'll do. I might pick something like either going to a dance class or just putting on country heat at home because it's more fun and, like, that will energize me compared to maybe I'm just not in the mood for a crazy heavy lift that day. Mm -hmm. Um, Or it's like, okay, I got to put on a good, like, 
I always go old school, so I'm like, that like music. all of a sudden I'm on Pandora and it's like, all right, I put on like the Salt and Pepper Station, <laughs> and I'm just like, you know, old school's like '90s music rocking out, and then I'm like, okay, I can get hyped up a little bit and I'll yeah. go do it. Having a good go-to playlist is good, um, and sometimes if I'm in a bad mood, I know. I might not want to start the workout, but I'll feel better when I finish it. So I usually tell myself, like, just go do 20 minutes, Autumn. Like, even if it's just 20 minutes, yeah. and then once I'm 20 minutes in, I'll finish it, and, yeah. and I do the whole workout. And, yeah, I think that's so important. That's kind of, that last one was kind of my method. I'm just like, just get there, because you know you're going to yeah. feel good later. Just yeah. get there, yeah. <laughs> you know? something, And if yeah. you leave after five minutes, all right, but you're going to feel better that you went, and At you least. left after five minutes. Exactly. Yeah. And chances are you won't leave, because you'll feel guilty. Like, yeah. you're like, I'm not going to walk in the gym, be there for five minutes, and, and walk leave. out. Yeah, and then your endorphins <laughs> kind of come in, and then yeah. all of a sudden you're like, well, yeah, I am about this workout. Yeah, <laughs> and you get it, and you're good. Yeah. So, yeah. So, your website, you have a lot going on. You promote your different products, your different, um, your shows, your um, DVDs, but you also blog about different topics. And I came across this one topic that I thought was very open. I love when different um, people talk about things that they experience, especially with health. And you opened up about um, Candida and how you didn't know what was going on with you. Kind of explain, like, you're in the fitness industry, you're eating good, you're working out and you weren't feeling right. Um, So how did you find out what you had and how did you, uh, I guess, get better? Yeah, so it was actually a six or seven month struggle, but it was one of those things where like I slowly but surely, like my body just wasn't feeling right. Mm. But when you're working as much as I work at times, like you just sort of chalk it up to being run down. Mm -hmm. And I had been traveling a ton, so I was like, oh, maybe I just caught a bug. And then there's times where you just sort of put it in the back of your mind because it was nothing so bad, so significant that I was just like, oh, I can't function. Mm -hmm. But it was just like, nah, my stomach's not right today. Mm -hmm. Nah, like, why am I so bummed? Like, (laughs) I have nothing to be bummed about. What's with my mood? Like, things, Mm -hmm. it started like that. My stomach got progressively worse. Mm -hmm. Um, Bathroom issues, and (laughs) I won't elaborate any further than that because it's not necessary. But, um... I was having everything from massive anxiety attacks and mild depression Mm -hmm. to crazy mood swings, bathroom stuff, um, insomnia, um, and a breathing issue. Like, a breathing issue that hospitalized me once because I, like, which may have partially been a panic attack and I didn't quite realize it, but literally Mm -hmm. felt like there was an elephant on my chest. I couldn't breathe. And um, I saw every specialist there was. Mm-hmm. I was seeing pulmonary specialists. Mm-hmm. I was seeing gastrointestinal specialists. Like, everybody. I probably spent $10,000 on specialists because they, like, which is insane. You know, yeah. you're, you're just racking up doctor's bills. For no conclusion, and, yeah. and they're all looking at me going, you're the epitome of health. I've never seen anybody's test come back so clean. And I kept going, something's not right. And they kept being like, maybe it's in your head. And, and you know, when you know your body and you're in touch with your body, mm. that's when you push forward and you're like, something's not right. So I finally, like my little sister had actually had candida at one point. And um, I was asking her, I was like, what were your symptoms? And she was telling me. She had some of the same ones. Then I started looking up what some of the symptoms were. And there's like 200 It can affect anything and everything in your body. Mm -hmm. And so I went to what they call a functional medicine special, like a functional medicine doctor, where it's a more holistic approach. And within 15 minutes of talking to her, she did a couple, like, like, look tests, like, ask me questions, muscle strength tests. She looked at my tongue. It was, like, slightly coated. And she's like, you have candida. And I was like... Awesome. That's kind of what I thought, but it took seven months and a whole Jeez. lot of doctors telling me nothing was mm-hmm. wrong yep. to get there. From that point on, it's it's to 
to cure candida, it's purely your eating. Diet. That's it's what I was purely say. your diet. Now, and I had also lost weight. I had lost about five pounds, mm-hmm. and I was trying to gain. Like mm-hmm. I was going and eating donuts, and I was like, <laughs> "What the hell is going on?" Because yeah. I was down to like 102, 103 pounds. Like, yeah. and I did start to look sick yeah. because I was so skinny. And that's when I was like, yeah, something's not, like, thyroid's off, something's off. And, uh, well, it turns out, when you have candida, they feed on sugar. It's Mm -hmm. it's just bacteria that feeds on sugar. So here I am feeding myself donuts, trying to gain weight, and I'm just feeding the bacteria, growing it more and more. Um, So it starts with an elimination diet. You cut out all the sugar for three days. Like, Mm -hmm. literally, it's protein and veggies Mm -hmm. for three days. And then you can add in some carbohydrates. So I started adding in um, quinoa, and I did a little bit of brown rice. you got to be careful not to add in, like, potatoes and things. Mm-hmm. you got to do it supervised by a doctor because mm-hmm. there's, there's also supplement protocols on different, mm-hmm. like... Do you try probiotics? You add in probiotics. Yeah. You're doing apple cider vinegar mm-hmm. shots. <laughs> you have to do all this stuff because first you have to kill the candida. Yeah. And as you do that and as the bacteria die off... You get what they call die off, so you almost feel like you have the flu. Yeah. Yep. And then once that's gone, then you have to spend the next three months repairing your gut flora, like mm-hmm. so rebuilding good flora and repairing your gut lining. Mm-hmm. And um, it was only about two months ago, actually, like I was still missing something, and I knew I was like I'm fairly better, but something's still not right. Mm-hmm. And um, and I hadn't quite done everything I guess I needed to do to repair my gut lining. It turns out that your intestinal lining is made mostly of glutamine. Yeah. So, you know, here we are shooting glutamine yeah. to recover from muscle soreness, yeah. right, at the end of a workout, but mm-hmm. it actually repairs your stomach, your intestinal uh-huh. lining. So that was, like, the last thing that I got to add in, and I started adding in, like, fairly high doses of glutamine for a month, and um, and then everything... Yeah, and men can get candida too. Yeah. Oh, I was, anybody. I yeah. was concerned I had it, so I started taking probiotics. So I don't know yeah. if I had. I do feel better. So. Yeah. Well, so the causes of it. So it's there. You can get it from a lot of different things. It's stress too, though, right? Some, stress can stress. do it. Mm-hmm. Stress can do it. The biggest thing that I think causes it for us is the amount of medicine and antibiotics we take. Mm-hmm. So every time you take an antibiotic, you don't mm-hmm. just kill the bad; you kill, kill the, the good. good. So you really need to follow up any mm-hmm. antibiotic with a yeah. probiotic right afterwards. Yeah. But every antacids kill every mm-hmm. you know like they imbalance you um, mm-hmm. Tylenol aspirin like any yeah. of that stuff like it sets off the gut flora and the second your gut flora is out of balance that's when the Everything candida can grow. Yeah, yeah. Hippocrates says, "Let I, food be thy medicine." You yeah, know? <laughs> and it was right. I went through a similar experience when I first moved to California. I was eating crazy. I was drinking a lot of alcohol, and it just. I knew something was off, and they would throw antibiotics at me, and it would just keep on coming back, and I saw an acupuncturist. He checked my tongue. He started doing acupuncture, and he changed my diet. He gave me some, like, Chinese herbal stuff mm-hmm. and um, told me to, like, start zenning out, like, stop stressing, <laughs> and finally I was better. But yeah. it's very interesting. Hopefully, you know, some of our listeners out there who are, if you were listening to some of the symptoms that Autumn was having, you find yourself having those similar symptoms, head over to her website and read. You have two posts. Yeah. You have one where you talk about it, and the second one you give, you know, um, give a like brief description, yeah, description. Kind of what happened and how I cured it, but broad spectrum because you should work with a doctor. Mm-hmm. The biggest thing I can say is don't ignore it. And it's not that our doctors don't know what they're doing. They do. But 
doctors, I can tell you this, they don't learn about nutrition in medical school. Mm -hmm. They admit it, they don't learn about it. So they don't really know. So like, I had the same thing, I'm seeing all these doctors, and they kept throwing antibiotics at me. Mm -hmm. So I think in the course of those six or seven months, I did three rounds of antibiotics, and the last round of antibiotics I did was the strongest form of antibiotics you could get, because they were like, maybe you have a parasite, because I had just been in the Maldives. And so they're like, let's see if we can't, so the strongest antibiotic there is and it I already have work. nothing in my stomach mm-hmm. it just made yeah. it worse and then it yeah. makes it harder to like come back and play yeah. when you take that if you need it yeah. you know? so if, you, if, you, if you're getting all that and you're getting the regular doctors saying nothing 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 and you still feel bad it doesn't hurt to sink, sink, seek out a functional medicine mm-hmm. doctor where yeah. they are still trained they still go to medical school but they just take the more natural yeah. path mm-hmm. and uh, homeopathic path and that's that's what you need. Well, what so I can tell you is stress-free is uh, playing a little fantasy football. <laughs> so at DraftKings.com, you don't need to come in first place to cash in. The player who finished 800th in week one of the biggest fantasy football contest took home 100 bucks. This weekend, DraftKings is hosting another huge fantasy contest with over $1 million in total prizes up for grabs. DraftKings is the destination for one-week fantasy football. One-week fantasy means no season-long commitments. Play whenever you want with the players you want. Just pick your contest, draft your team, and follow the action live. Renew old rivalries with friends, family, and coworkers to find out who the superior GM really is. Whatever your level of fantasy expertise, DraftKings has something for everyone. Don't wait. Get to DraftKings.com now and choose your players for this weekend's contest. Enter promo code GEEK for free with your first deposit. Enter promo code BSports, sorry, <laughs> and play for free with your first deposit. That's promo code BSports to play free for your share of over $1 million in total prizes this weekend. Only at DraftKings.com, DraftKings.com. Eligibility restrictions may apply. See the website for details. Again, that's BSports. <laughs> Thank you, DraftKings. <laughs> um, so when I look at you, I see somebody who is kind of like a poster child or poster woman uh, mom for single moms out there who are trying to work, who are trying to be a good mom, who are trying to do it all. You have an interesting story um, where you started your own business you moved away, and in your gut, you were like, no, I need to come back. That really resonated with me, and I think a lot of our viewers that will resonate you know, with it as well. Tell us more about that and like being a woman, how important it is to really um, stick to your guns and your passion. And Yeah. Um, you know, I was raised by my dad, mm-hmm. so uh, with my older brother and my si- and older sister. And uh, so I do think, like, from a very young age, my dad mm-hmm. always instilled in us, like, do something you love, you'll never work a day in your life. But also, like, be independent. Like, that was very big to me and my older sister. He mm-hmm. was like, you don't rely on a man. Having a man is great, but you don't rely on a man. Mm-hmm. Like, that's never a guarantee. Mm-hmm. No. Maybe that set up some other <laughs> issues. <laughs> Who knows? Thank you, Dad. But, but nonetheless, so um, I was married. I had just had my son, and I think Dominic was like about five and a half months old. Mm-hmm. And my husband wasn't thrilled with his job at the time, and so he started looking for a new one. And at the time, my personal training business was actually doing quite well. Like, yeah. it had grown significantly. I actually had somebody working under me so I could be on maternity leave, all that. So, like, I was headed in the right direction, like, it was picking up recognition, and um, and he had applied for this management job, and he got the job, but it was in a different state. So even mm-hmm. though he applied for a position here, it was in a different state that he was offered the job, and it was mm-hmm. in Texas. And I was like, well, my mom's there. Okay, like, we'll go. 
And no sooner did I say we'll go, I was just like, Ugh. Mm. like it didn't feel right. It didn't yeah. feel good. It was like I, since I was, you know, two feet tall, wanted to live in California. Like mm. that was my <laughs> dream. And I was like, I can't believe I'm about to leave it. But we went. We moved there. He took the job. And um, and every day I was there, I cried. Mm. And I cried and I cried. And it was like, and I had to really like stop and I would think. And I was like out looking for personal training jobs mm. and all that stuff. And every day I was just like, this doesn't feel right. Like, I just don't feel right. Like, this doesn't feel like home. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, and it, my husband came home from work one day and I just looked at him and I said... Um, I'm going back with or without you. Like, I'm going back. That's not like a, oh, let's get divorced or anything. Like, that has nothing to do with our marriage. But mm-hmm. I spent six years building this business. Mm-hmm. We've been gone for five weeks. If I'm gone any longer, those clients are going to find new people. And mm-hmm. that business I built is going to be gone. And I'm telling you, I don't belong here. Mm-hmm. And, um, and think, like, I, my husband was lovely and amazing. And it, we just grew apart as husband and wife. We are still great friends to this day. Mm-hmm. And he said, okay. And I packed up Dominic, who was six months old, and he actually, my husband at the time, got in the car. We drove back to California. He literally drove me back, mm-hmm. and uh, and then he took a flight back to Texas, and that was it. I was, like, on my own with Dominic, actually, for three months. Like, it took mm-hmm. him three months to get a transfer back to mm-hmm. L.A., and so I hired a nanny because it was like, well, somebody's got to watch him, and I didn't yeah. have family in California, so she would be there at 5 a.m. She would watch him, mm-hmm. and thank God, like, I lived right in the area where all my clients were. I was very lucky. All my clients were in this one neighborhood called the Palisade, so I could bounce around quickly, so I could yeah. see a lot of people in a shorter period yeah. of time, and um, and I would see clients from 5 a.m. till 3 o'clock in the wow. afternoon, and mm-hmm. I'd get home at 3 o'clock in the afternoon, and I'd take over mom duty, and I would get up and do it all over again and um it just worked and I just like it was one of those like a week after I was back I had seen that Brooke Burke had started a new website called modernmom.com mm-hmm. and I clicked contact us and I sent an email like with no like very much expecting to just get ignored and I was like hey this is who I am this is what I do would love to write for you if you're looking for it mm-hmm. and I got called the next day to write for them and the day after that I got called and they were like Brooke would love for you to come to her house tomorrow and shoot workout videos with her. And I That's was just, crazy. So it was literally one of those things where had I been in Texas, I would have never done that. Yeah. You know, and and um, all the pieces just started to mm-hmm. fall into place. So you have to just, if you got a dream, you got to just go for it. And it doesn't mean it's going to be the path of least resistance. Yeah. You know, choosing to leave my husband in Texas and come back here, I'm sure was, you know, could be frowned upon. 5 a.m.? Yeah. And, yeah. and I've got my newborn baby and, yeah. and that sort of thing. But you know what? I'm able to give him a life that we would have never had now. Yeah. And I'm able to help millions of people. Yeah. And so it was a small sacrifice. That's crazy. And so the fact that you were working 5 to 3 and then going home and then and still going, mom. I want to write for this. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Like, like you were still going, I want to do some more. Yeah. I, I'm blessed with a lot of energy. I'll say that. Yeah, I love it though because I, I'm pretty sure people know you as 21 Day Fix, and they they don't know your backstory. So I love that you are opening up and literally giving us your story here on Fit Club. Yeah. And it it just I bet you so many people are going to even gravitate you gravitate towards you even more. Thank you know, you. it's 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 nice. I love it. I love yeah. it. <laughs> I, I usually don't do as much research on our um, our interviewees, but Aww. like. This one, I was like, yes, I'm going to go in. So thank you for allowing us to, you know, chat with you, see what you're up to, you know, learn more about you. What can we expect 
um, I guess that's going to come out in the future from yeah, you. Yeah, is there going to be, working, you know, anything out. else that could be a surprise? Are you going to be on The Biggest Loser? Are you going to have your own fitness show? Yeah. Are you going to? You never know with that stuff. There's nothing TV-wise like that lined up right now. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm really working hard on the, on the cooking show mm-hmm. on Fixate with my brother. We're filming that every month right now, mm-hmm. so we film for a week straight. Um, cool. My next, the new clothing line starts to come out in the fall. The lifestyle line will come out in the Send fall. Send us some stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'll be sending you guys up, and then the fitness line will come out in the summer of next year. So we just had our first launch of all of that, and it's doing very well. And um, there's talks. There's we've started talking about ideas. Mm-hmm. Not nothing is in development yet. Nothing mm-hmm. is in the works yet. But there's talks of of what could be next. So um, you know, we're always staying busy. Okay, yeah, we're well, we, we see anything, yeah. hear anything, we'll have to bring you back on. Yeah. And, and again, we can watch Fixate on Beach Body on Demand. Yes, Beach Body on Demand. Okay, is there a particular time it comes on? I guess it's on no, demand. no, it's on demand. So anytime you want to watch it, all the healthy recipes. Not only can you watch the show, you can print out the recipes right there. Awesome. Plus, you get access to. Um, Within just being a member of Beachbody On Demand, you get access to 21 Day Fix Extreme, the Master's Hammer and Chisel, mm-hmm. my prenatal workouts That's that cool, I have yeah. on there, awesome. um, a fun little kill cupcake, and then also um, you can also gain access to 21 Day Fix mm-hmm. and Country Heat through Beachbody On Demand. As nice. Well. Awesome. we'll also have to bring you back with your brother. We'll yeah. yeah. And some food. And some food. Yeah. I was going to say, we'll make him cook. Yeah. <laughs> All right, you guys, thanks for tuning in. Make sure to subscribe, rate us five stars on iTunes. Um, If you have any questions for Autumn, you know, in the comment section, ask them away or tweet. Can they tweet you? They can absolutely tweet me at Autumn Calabrese. All right, Autumn Calabrese. You guys can find us online at... Fit Club on BHL. You can find me fitwithfallon.com. Where can they find you, Shaka? You can find me, as always, Shaka Strong on Instagram, Snapchat, and Twitter. All right, and we'll (laughs) see you guys next time. Bye, guys. From executives Kevin Undergaro, Dario Kristen, Tiana Hobson, and the entire BHL staff, we would like to thank you for supporting Black Hollywood Live, the first online broadcast network dedicated to African-American entertainment. For questions and comments, contact us, info at blackhollywoodlive.com. Like us on Facebook, tweet us, or Instagram us at BHL Online. And I am the official voice of Black Hollywood Live, Scipio, Instagramming, at KingXOBay. Thanks for tuning in. Hollywood Hollywood redefined. Redefined. The views expressed here are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of BHL or its owners or principals.